From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Tuesday 5th of April. Good afternoon. Today we'll be discussing some of the biggest stories, including the damning environmental conclusions of the IPCC's new report and Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter shares. We'll also be answering today's big question, is China's COVID-0 strategy hurting their economy, as well as discussing developments in the French election. But first, the expelled Russian diplomats. Countries across Europe, including France and Germany, have reacted to Russia's continued actions in Ukraine by expelling dozens of Russian diplomats in the last few hours. Lithuania, though, has gone one step further and expelled the Russian ambassador from their country, becoming the first EU nation to do so. Combining all these together, well over a hundred Russian diplomats have now been expelled from European countries since Russia invaded Ukraine in February. However, the apparent mass killing of civilians by Russian forces has sparked the latest big wave of expulsions, with 35 Russian diplomats being expelled from France and 40 from Germany. As I mentioned though, Lithuania has taken the hardest diplomatic stance by expelling the Russian ambassador, closing the consulate and recalling their ambassador from Moscow. On the topic, Lithuania's foreign minister said, all war crimes and crimes against humanity committed by Russian armed forces in Ukraine will not be forgotten. In our second story today, we'll discuss developments on Turkey's economy. That's because Turkey has now released its latest official inflation data for March, which shows that year-on-year inflation has hit a 20-year high in the country of 61%, up from 54% in February. And to make matters worse, this figure is probably an underestimate. Academic work has found that the official data understates the real inflation rate by about 50%. Regardless, this rise was driven by increases in the price of food, energy and transport, which rose by 70, 103 and 99% respectively, according to official government data. While some of this increase is attributable to the post-pandemic demand spike and trade disruption caused by Russia's invasion of Ukraine, which are both driving up inflation around the world, it's worth saying that Turkey's inflation rate has been running above 20% for the best part of six months, way before all of this started. And ultimately, that's thanks to Erdogan's unorthodox monetary policy, which involves refusing to raise interest rates at all costs, despite wider economic wisdom. So it seems that if he sticks to this strategy, there could be more hurt ahead for the country. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your everyday routine. Or you can just search for us in your podcast app to listen along. While the COVID pandemic has been one of the most prominent challenges facing humanity in the last couple of years, that isn't to say that global warming went away as an issue or became less existentially threatening. And today's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change report really demonstrates this clearly. The report shows that carbon dioxide, methane and nitrous oxide emissions have all increased, despite the efforts of governments around the world to reduce them. Unfortunately too, it seems that current policies aren't sufficient and are barely stabilising emissions. Which is a big problem, because if temperatures are going to stop going up, we need emissions to reach net zero, let alone stabilising them. 
is some good news though. The costs of reducing emissions are going down, with the report finding that the cost of batteries and electronic vehicles, as well as solar panels, offshore wind and onshore wind, have actually decreased significantly in the past two decades, which could help us improve the transition. Let's move from talking about how we can stop the impact of global warming to something that's arguably contributing to it. NFTs. Non-fungible tokens, or NFTs, have become all the rage in the last year or so. The core idea of NFTs is that it allows people to own digital art, and even though this digital art can be reproduced, the person with the NFT is commonly accepted as owning the art itself. Just like art in the real world, some people have purchased NFTs to flaunt their wealth or to speculate on the fluctuations in price of NFTs. What no one really expected, though, is for governments to get in on the action. But yesterday, it was announced that British Chancellor Rishi Sunak had instructed the Royal Mint to create an NFT, although it's not yet clear what the NFT would confer ownership of. All that we've been told thus far is that there'll be more information soon, but it's very interesting to see a government getting involved in the NFT game. Staying with tech news, Tesla boss Elon Musk has become Twitter's biggest shareholder after buying a 9.2% stake in the company worth $3 billion. As you might already know, Musk is a prolific tweeter, and with over 80 million followers, he's the eighth most followed person on the site. Despite this, he's been a vocal critic of the platform in the past, questioning whether Twitter does enough to uphold free speech. Just last week, he said that he was giving serious thought to building his own new social media platform. It remains to be seen whether or not Musk intends to use his new stake to influence Twitter, or indeed what changes he'd actually push for. But soon after his stake was disclosed, he posted a poll asking Twitter users whether they wanted to see an edit button added. So it might end up being good news for all of you who don't double check their tweets before posting. That's all we have time for on YouTube today. But if you want more, including our discussion of China's COVID zero strategy and French election updates, then you can watch the extended daily briefing on Nebula. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've just watched ad free, but also get an extended version of the show every single day. Available to watch on Nebula or stream on your podcast app of choice. Fortunately though, if you do want to sign up, our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service with some of the world's best documentaries is offering a deal whereby you can get both platforms curiosity stream and nebula for less than $15 a year that's all the documentaries you could want on curiosity stream and then more TLDR on nebula including the extended briefing other full exclusive TLDR videos and well it's always ad free too click the link below to get both services for less than $15 a year and support the channel